G'day listeners, you're tuned to Soundwaves, a podcast that explores the nexus between surfing and music and the nefarious spaces in between. Between the wave and the rave, between the heaving shack and the martial stack, between neoprene and spandex, the mosh pit and the death pit, fiberglass and vinyl, the boogie and the board, between Brian Eno and George Greeno. So wax up your stick, crank up the stereo, paddle out into the secret sonic surf spot that is sound waves tales from the shack 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 kids and it would have been mine if it hadn't been for those meddling kids and i would have made millions if it hadn't been for you meddling kids meddling young fools hello i reckon they've uh g'day g'day hey stan well um just a (laughs) Just before we even start, I reckon that Zoom has been copying uh, our last episode because they we just heard a uh, robotic voice yeah. telling us that this mm-hmm. meeting is being recorded. So that's fine. yeah, you can't so, do anything uh, these days without people ripping you off. Uh, before we start, a word of warning to the listeners because the last two episodes have been done at my almost by nighty night bye bye time, and it, it's <laughs> on re-listening. It sounded like I was. Uh, uh, kind of mute and almost asleep. So this is now my morning, and I've just had two coffees. So I'll probably be chewing everyone's fucking ears. You sound like you're at like uh, like one times one point five times speed at the moment. You got you extra spring in your step. It's great. I, I went for a I went for a run this morning with the dogs, and then uh, oh. taught a lesson early at eight thirty with a coffee, and I just went over over the road and had another short black so it's it's coursing through my veins mate good stuff good stuff yes. well um wow well, okay it's, it's been a, it's been a little this. while and um uh, uh, punctuated by uh, a, a severe lack of surf for uh, one half of the of the duo and a severe uh, over uh, abundance of surf for for you yeah oh my god yeah it's um been crazy these last three days this has been uh crazy crazy stuff going down i know everyone says uh best ever probably too much but um give me was- a highlight reel of the of the highlight yeah monday morning it went offshore and uh 15 second period which is very rare here yeah. um yeah. swell and straight, um, but straight east or pretty much no more like a bit of south in it like it, it Ooh, it's, okay okay uh, my God, like the size and the, like looking at the pitch, I was out there. And to be honest, look, I was, I was a bit of a spectator to, you know, really, I mean, there was some pretty heavy waves out there. I was trying to get the kind of middle sized ones because the big ones were just. That one of the gamote, the one where he's at the bottom of it and there's some guy trying to duck time it right in front of him. Um, that's a fucking solid wave. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I, I got a couple of those in the head. Uh, and no, uh, no, I, I didn't snap any equipment. I snapped, I creased one, snapped one. Oh, no. Yeah. So it was a tough, was a tough day at the office. Uh, oh. uh, I went out for a late and got cleaned up by and the guys on the beach were saying it was calling it a 10 footer. Wow. Um, it was right on dark. And well, you were, it was a 10 footer that broke. You were already out on the back, or you'd had, you'd yeah, I was out or? the back at, at Brit. No, I was just broke way out the back right. and just threw my board. And uh, lucky it was a council cleanup special. Uh, okay. uh, I think it was already on its way out. 
Yeah, big swim in though. Um, right on dark. Uh, and then, sorry, uh, the, 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 sorry the, the whole board disappeared. Uh, I had well, I had a little bit of it left on the end of the leg, <laughs> which rope. is actually, I reckon, sometimes it's actually worse. Trying to fucking float on on a, oh, yeah. on a little morsel of a board is a, uh, it's, it's pretty bad. Well, I just didn't want to lose it either because it, you know, it's got the fins, which are, you know, yeah, are worth something. Good. And uh, I thought I'll just leave it dangling on my leg, which is a bit of an anchor. But it was a lot. Yeah, there was a lot of uh, there was what the um, the crumpet Darcy Crump. Um, that's just his last oh, okay. name. Okay, okay. I don't know where crumpet someone, or maybe I said crumpet. I don't know. Maybe I was hungry. <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah, he, I think, yeah, him. Um, well, one of the one of the crammies, uh, sons, uh, bathing cram. Charged, oh, yeah. god, yeah, just, yeah, just going, going nuts, right? Uh, and even, even crammy senior, crammy senior, he, he, I was talking about surf yesterday. Uh, he, he got a few bombs yesterday and he was saying um, he reckoned the level of surfing by the by the young guys in inverted commas because I suppose they're not that young anymore. But um, he reckoned just that that level was, he said it was next level. Um, he was saying they, they, uh, were they, they turned it up. Killing it. Turned it to 11. Yeah, they did. They no, did. None, none, um, more, none more louder. Yeah. And tell, tell us more. about the, uh, tell, tell the listener about the rock off. So a few people do the dance of uh, dance of death and and almost get come a cropper, but I think they all kind of everyone survived on the rocks. Um, Quintonius, um, Quintonius Maximus said he had to wait for forty minutes, and by the time he went out, <laughs> wind went on shore. So that's yeah, you gotta you gotta yeah. hate that. You gotta hate the, uh, the when, there's nothing more demoralising than a, a, literally you know within five oh. minutes of your surf starting the uh, wind going on shore, particularly if you've been yeah. waiting to jump off the rocks for a long time. Yeah, but uh, old Clintonius Maximus uh, redeemed himself, I think, the next day with a few sick sick pits. So he's um, yeah, doing good. Well, so doing I was good. gonna I was gonna say I'm going straight into the floating the boat. For me, that's definitely mm-hmm. been float. I haven't been uh, I haven't been privy to any uh, regular media um, surf stuff this last uh, since the last episode. I've literally just. Uh, I've uh, been watching all of the sick images coming in from uh, from your local. So yeah, I mean, yeah, it's been pretty crazy. I think I've been the same. I haven't really had much chance to to sit down and um, consume any other uh, media. But actually, having just said real, that, real I, life. Yeah, and uh, having said that, I did. Um, I don't know if you managed to download it, but I did download the new Dion Aegis. Uh, oh opus which is called dark yeah. hollow um and i listened to the uh the boys i was out um, painting the other day um painting the one of our annexes and listening to the ain't that swell boys and they said that it's a crazy um art piece art surf oh piece. okay i haven't had the chance to watch it just because i've been uh no, either neither. surfing or thinking about surfing or eating and sleeping mate nothing, um, nothing wrong with that yeah uh, apparently, it looks apparently seems, yeah. dion himself says the you, you must it, those who are going to watch it must watch it on the biggest screen possible and as loud as possible and uh apparently okay uh, yeah, oh. apparently it's a bit of a a sensory experience so cool cool yeah. i like the sound of that um well as far as floaters are concerned for me apart from the Sick surf. For, I don't know how I haven't listened to a Misfits song 
properly <laughs> before. I've always heard of the Misfits and old uh, plenty of t-shirts. Glenn Danzig, the lead singer. Uh, I've been on addicting out on a song by their them called uh, uh, "Last Caress." Um, right. It's got it's yeah, it's great. Uh, pretty offensive kind of lyrics. Um, the first uh, few lines. I've got something to say. I killed your baby today, and it doesn't matter much to me as long as it's dead. I, I don't know. I, I I like the mystique around the misfits. Uh, well, and Danzig, Danzig, of evidently, um, I, I believe now he's a bit of a, a bit of a, a not, you know, bit of a write-off. But um, he evidently had a very good uh, eye for um, capturing the zeitgeist of, of particular times. Right. I mean, he right. Yeah. The, the whole imagery around the misfits is pretty sick. Mm. Um, yeah, I love I some mean, of the artwork. Yeah. Well, I've got to be, you've got to have to think it's up there, top 10 kind of uh, band T-shirts. I mean, so mm. many people have Misfits T-shirts. It's very cool. And then, of course, yeah. um, Danzig held a very uh, interesting place in kind of uh, that late 90s. Was it late 90s? Mid 90s? I don't know. Anyway, mm. 90s-ish. Uh, um, I don't know. What would you call it? Is it metal? I guess it's kind of metal. Probably. Uh, hard, hard rock, but with a bit of... Uh, yeah. A bit of devil worshipping thrown in, yeah. and, uh, you know. <laughs> bit spinal tapish, but but yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, exactly. <laughs> but um, and also, I think it's funny. There's uh, there's this um, you know, the whole van life kind of movement, which uh, is very, um, I don't know, awful. <laughs> um, but there are right, right, yeah, probably. Uh, but there is this one. Um, a uh, couple that I follow on Instagram, they uh, they have a black uh, camper van and it's called Vanzig. And, um, <laughs> That's cool. That's so cool. I quite like. Uh, Just yesterday, I was uh, flicking through the channels, uh, doing a bit of, bit of channel surfing uh, before I went to bed. And yep. I uh, came across, um, it was halfway through a, a, a song uh, by a band called the bleachers um oh, and it, they were live on jimmy jimmy fallon i think his name is oh, okay uh, one of those you know one of those late night shows in, in yeah. the u.s and um the, the song by the bleachers is called how dare you want more um and the, the song itself is kind of unremarkable really um it's not the best song but um <laughs> <laughs> how it's kind of like a it, i guess it's kind of like a poor man's meatloaf meets uh early bruce springsteen um, okay you're not you're not selling it to me but anyway <laughs> hang, hang on hang on however here's the kicker however the the song is live and it actually is live and uh, I, I do suggest the list to the listener go out and uh uh google woogle it um actually don't google it duck duck go it or um even better uh what am I? Ah, Quantit. Ask Jeeves. Quantit. Q W A. 
QWANT, you, everyone. Um, are I, you going all all tinfoil hat on us and, and well, avoiding? Yeah. Well, QWANT, Quant, is a European search engine that doesn't track nice. anything, doesn't take any, they don't use any of your data. It's all, um, yeah, so I would recommend okay. anyone goes for the Quant. Um, the Quant. Preferably okay. with the Opera Opera browser and Quant. That's what I, that's my uh, internet setting. Oh, yeah. Okay. Anyhow, um, go, nice. and, go and quant it. And uh, towards the end of the song, they have this crazy section where, um, first of all, a tenor sax starts dueling with the lead guitarist. So you got the sax and the guitarist kind of going backwards and wow. forwards. Then another sax comes in, um, and I don't know if it's an alto. Double sax. sax. Yeah, I don't know if it's an, al an alto or another tenor, but the two saxes go at it for a while, fucking literally go bonkers at each other. And then there's dueling, dueling guitars. The lead guitar and the rhythm guitar have a fucking. Uh, what? Yeah, yeah, it's really cool, and it just um, it just emphasises how good live music is. <laughs> you know, um, remember that in a uh, um, in a in a time of COVID, particularly, it's uh, it's pretty cool to see. In yeah. our youth, at least, uh, the saxophone was ubiquitous in uh, in in music, wasn't it? Ah, oh, yeah, I love a bit of saxophone. Oh, me too. Me too. Uh, yeah. Anything. I think from, we, anything we, we, from careless whisper. <laughs> to, wow uh, ball bruce springsteen born to run oh my god in excess uh mm. oh. kitty sacks just one more quick floater have to mention the hayden uh black caviar twinny that i've been riding the Ooh. hayden shape no sorry hayden lewis oh. designs don't say it, hayden. <laughs> the other one the, the other one you mentioned there on the you know that's well, like Voldemort. Don't yeah, say that's it. That's right. That's right. They've, they've, they've um, sold their soul to the dark side. Um, but yeah, this this twenty I've been uh, riding on the smaller days. I wasn't riding it on the uh, on these last few days because just a little bit big for the what, what for a you, fun what twenty. Sorry, what what board? Did oh, you I well, I creased our other sponsors, um, uh, LSD Designs. Oh, Look short. I had a channel bottom. I had for I've had for years, and to be honest, I think it was probably. It probably soggy. died about a year ago, uh, but it delaminated. And crazily enough, I came in and, well, it semi-delaminated, and but I'm sure it creased as well. But then the channels, because it's beautiful, 6-6 six, six channel bottom. And um, I came in and I looked at the channels and the channels were spouting water, <laughs> which is a bizarre thing. The cracks in the channel, the, the whole bottom of the board filled up with water under the fiberglass. So that's because when, was, mate, when you were in the tube, it was just, you were just going so vortex. You were in the yeah, vortex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I broke some barrier. sort of sound barrier. Uh, <laughs> 
technology. Better. Stronger. Faster. It was um, it was a beautiful thing, but uh, it died. Um, so two two dead boards. What was but, that? Was like a you know, six or something? Was it? Yeah, yeah. Beautiful boards. So I saw Luke, I actually went up, saw Luke uh, uh, a few weekends ago, and uh, he's shaping away up on the Goldie. And um, I'm, I'm, it was pretty funny. Met one of his um, few characters live up on the Goldie, up in the hinterland there. One of his his glasses, he was shaping a, just shaped a board and was getting it glassed uh, for Noah Dean. So right. he's, uh, his team writer. Um, so he's doing good up there. So oh, on you, Lukey. Good on him. Um, actually, thanks I, for sponsoring us. I did, yeah, thanks. And uh, thanks to Hayden Lewis for his uh, innovative designs that keep us on our toes. Nice. That's a good slogan. I like that. <laughs> um, I, I actually do have one more floater, um, and it's from your best friend of mine, Jamie Brissick. Um, oh. Jamie Brissick on his Insta scam uh, this week, he posted a photo of. Uh, probably an old 70s or 80s board with a big onion. Remember the onions you used to get on? Yes, on I did see that. You did send me that picture. Heavily that is a classic 70s onion, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, on, on those heavily glass boards from, uh, mm -hmm. from, the, from the, mainly from the 70s. Um, but he's, as is always the case, the, the, the image isn't really the most important thing with Brissick. It's the, uh, the caption. The words. And he says, just having a quiet, mellow night at home but I find that my solitude introspection never really kicks in until I've announced it on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Uh, he's, a, uh, he's a profound he, he, I mean, if you ever think of just chucking an old Instagram thing in, you, you read a Brissick missive and you think, oh, I'll, I'll stick with it for a little bit longer. There yeah. is... No, there he, is some he, good he out makes there. it work. He really does make uh, Instagram. I think him work. and him and uh, him and Big Bad Bob Bain. I, I uh, I'm pretty much in it for those guys. Yeah, uh, Bainy could do with a bit of uh, as a, speaking from an English teacher's perspective. His grammar is fucking horrible, but uh, yes. Ah, uh, your and your. Oh yeah. my god. Jeez. Ah, don't give me stuff. All right. Um, what uh, about any uh, lookbacks? Because oh yeah, we've got a few lookbacks. Yeah, I got a, a message was. from. From Benno's Art World. Benno. Art. Anyone wanting some fine, fine art to adorn their house with, go on oh. to Instagram and search for Benno, Ben, Benno's, is it, or is it Ben's? Ben's oh, Art World altogether. Um, nice. And you will find some of the most beautiful, beautiful pieces of art that you've ever laid your eyes on. Nice landscapes, sort of capturing the, the, the hues of Australia, yeah, I reckon. Anything? Um, in a in a semi abstract way. Mm. Anyway, he oh well because we did mention we were talking about uh, Taj Burrow last episode and we mentioned sabotage and montage. Montage. Um, yeah, and and so Benos came out with uh, his idea. It was it's pretty. It's just blew my mind. He's, he's got like a whole concept based around Taj Burrow. He basically he wants to call, I'm assuming this is a, a movie or maybe a TV series, and he wants to call it Floatage, yeah. in, which, in which Taj Burrow visits all the great floater proponents from surfing history. He interviews them about their best floater moments 
and then goes out into the surf to recreate those moments. Um, <clears throat> think donning webs, getting a mohawk, and doing a big Richie Collins floater or a wide stance Ted Robinson floater. Where's Roscoe P. Coltrane? I hope oh, you're listening, Roscoe. You... I know how much you love a bit of Ted Robinson. He loves a good bit of Teddy, doesn't he? Um, and and then he says um, maybe he could investigate the postmodern cross step floater, oh. um, as uh, as done uh, by Mikey February. Um, Mikey February, yeah. And um, uh, and then um, then muses at the end of the film on what kind of floaters were never invented Oof. because of the introduction introduction of aerial surfing. See, aerial, That's surfing, amazing. aerial surfing just fucked up the floater, didn't it? So video killed the radio star and aerials killed the <laughs> floater man. Exactly. Um, uh, and then so he says maybe he invents himself, or sorry, maybe he even invents a whole new career for himself as a floater-only surfer. Jesus. Just might be slightly controversial. That wow. Like, I, I Imagine think- being a... I think apart from the odd cutback, I'm pretty much a floater-only surfer. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I think I've discovered I'm, I, I used to say tubes and cutbacks. Now I think it's just uh, tube avoidance and cutbacks. <laughs> uh, well, you, uh, I must say um, I saw a photo of you, A, in the tube. That looked very fucking thick-lipped beast that was. And B, doing a very tasty cutback. So you, you're, you're far too modest. Talk about yourself. well, well, you know, a picture can sort of tell, tell a, a, a few lies, lies especially yeah. with barrels. You, you you don't know what happened two milliseconds after that shot. No. Um, I could have just closed my eyes and nose dived for well, all like, you know. Like that one, like that thing you posted on. Uh, I think it might have been on Insta, Insta, uh, of that guy getting the ridiculous barrel at HTs or whatever, and then coming out and just getting absolutely poleaxed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Something like that. Complacency is a dangerous thing. Yeah. Um, But I was thinking about that because I I actually sort of redeemed myself today and got, you know, everyone talks about Vige, the the, the barrel Vige. Um, But I reckon the barrel avoidance Vige is almost as good. Now, can you elaborate on that? Well, you know when you, you try and get in a tube, but you're kind of just out of the tube, you're kind of in the, some people call it like a leg rope tube, like your, your leggy <laughs> way back is in the tube, yeah. uh, but you're sort of sk- skirting uh, outside of the lip. But yes. I don't know, from, from, the, from the surface perspective, it still looks kind of nice. It still looks almost like you're in the barrel. Well, and it's actually, like, from the from the from the person paddling up the shoulder, it probably looks even more like you're in the barrel. It's really yeah. only, it's really only the front <laughs> of you that is deceptive. All you're missing is a little bit of lip over your head. Yeah. Like the rest of the wave looks sort of like a barrel. It's a lot safer. You're not going to get hit by the lip. Well, I think I, don't know. I think there's a lot of people out there who, you know, maybe a lot of armchair surfers who really, you know, should just, you know. I want to see them out there getting their leg rope too. <laughs> That's right. Not as easy uh, as you might think, you armchair warriors. 
I did get, we, I don't know if we've mentioned we got an email from from Mr. Nermelston Senior. Ah, um, uh, And that was, that was great. Uh, I don't know if um, I can find it, unfortunately. I might have That's okay. You can... Here we go. Uh, you did, rec- did recommend a movie to watch, or a documentary called 1971, all about the kind of music that was made in that uh, that. Mate, unfortunately, unfortunately, that's a bit before my time. <laughs> I think it's right it's uh, spot on your time, though, is it? Uh, it's, it's bang on. 1971 was a year of revolutionary consciousness. What's going on? We were fueled by this amazing music that everyone was making. We thought that music could change the world. I don't think you'll really, really have a new thing until you've got a new music. The peace and flowers love thing was over. I don't think you'll ever see a creative burst like that musically ever again. But this is, I love, this is from Mr. Nermelson Senior. Uh, he was very stoked when I called him Mr. Nermelson, by the way. Um, but he said, hey, Stan and Daz, just wanted to say how much I enjoy your tales, in inverted commas. Um, great content, continuity, and creativity, plus an introduction to some new and captivating music and lyrics. While I maintain much of modern popular music is derivative, <laughs> I am willing to be persuaded that originality still exists. The surfing dimension, of course, separates these offerings from any or all music discussion. Great original concept and commentary. Great stuff, you two. Keep it up. Mr. Nermelston, how go, good go is Ner- that? Go Nermelston Senior, yeah. How good is that? Yeah, I mean, cool. you've mentioned him quite a lot in the uh, podcast because he's obviously been a great influence of your well, listenership, listener or your taste in music and yeah, uh, yeah, for sure. and, and he's, outlook uh, on life. And, uh, you know, he he's he's not a wave slave like us, but he is a man of the sea. He goes in the... Uh, mm. He goes in the Pacific Ocean every pretty much every day of the year. Probably more than yeah, more, more, than, more than we do actually, in a way. Yeah. So mm. uh, he, he knows he knows what it's all about. So um, and you know he's a he's a sailor as well. So he's uh, he's he's got the he's got the vibe. He's got the ocean vibe. Yeah. He's like a he's like a John he's like a John John Florence of the uh, human mm. resources um, consultancy mm. world. Yeah. Um, doesn't mind rocking up to work consultant consulting with the the highest uh, echelons of society with um salty kegs. some salt salty kegs <laughs> mm, uh, good stuff sure. well um thank you listener and listener uh please continue yeah. to communicate with us um we mm. thoroughly enjoy it and uh you know it's uh it's good to know that people are actually taking the time to um wade through this or trudge this, through trudge through this molasses <laughs> yeah Oh, and I got some. Uh, speaking of lookbacks, got some positive feedback from uh, Scorchio sixty nine. Oh, bumped into him up at uh, up at Classic Coffee on the Headland, having a having a morning um, latte. And uh, he was yes, you. He's saying how much he enjoys the show, which is good. He said it's just like having a conversation with us, but he can't speak. So. He's just sitting in on our conversation. Well, um, but should, he we should get him on board because he's. Um, I said that. I know. He's a musical. He's a musical savant. 
He is, he is. And um, I, I said that to him. I said, we'll get, get you on the show. Um, so let's uh, let's get into the, the bloody meat and potatoes. Let's do this. Okay, um, Mrs. <laughs> Mrs. Nermelston just came in and said, "Haven't you even started that yet?" <laughs> Thanks, the preamble. Nermelston. I don't know. Gee, keep it snappy. It's like <laughs> Mrs. Nermelston's our producer. Yeah. Uh, okay. Sorry. Hello. Oh, well, let's do it. Uh, she says hello to the listener. Hey, Mrs. Nermelston. All right. And the uh, and and to Daz. Hey, hey, and, and hi. To, and, and to Mrs. Daz. Oh, I'll pass that on. <laughs> and all the little Dazes out there. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, well, youth. 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 Speaking of little Dazes. Um, yep. What? So yeah, I well. don't know why. I don't know where this came from, but. Um, Maybe it could, did it come from something that we had been talking about before? You, you uh, sent me a quote. This is a uh, while yes. back. Yes, yes. In in the original German, I think. So I, you, I think you underestimated my you underestimated underestimated my German. It's Danish, isn't it? Oh, okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> that that was the problem. <laughs> I was, <laughs> was in the wrong language. Was it? Your German's yeah. a bit rusty, but you can't. You know, I was trying to translate it from German to Dutch back to English. <laughs> so yeah, so tell me about Kierkegaard and and uh, and the youth angle. Well, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm actually I'm actually trying to find the uh, the quote, <laughs> um, but oh, okay. basically, I mean, well, anyone who knows anything about Kierkegaard um, is not me, but uh, no, um, <laughs> <laughs> there. Hang on a second. We'll have to edit this bit out. Uh, it's okay. Take your time. Yeah. Uh, I think I might have gone too far because I just saw Brian Eno, Windows 98. That's probably too far, isn't it? <laughs> well, 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 we have to mention Brian Eno every episode. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, so. So we'll to, uh, yeah, so obviously in the original uh, lingo, Havad er ungom en drom Havad er and I'm sure that pronunciation is completely matched by a Soren Kierkegaard. But basically it says, or it means, what is youth? A dream. What is love? The content of the dream. So that got me thinking is, about- What does that even mean? Well, I think that it means that youth is such a genuine state of right. uh, with a complete lack of uh, insincerity that uh, <sighs> love, true love is also or is or should be that kind of uh, state where there is also that lack of uh i don't know uh, you know um anti lack of uh lack of um questioning uh kind of openness i suppose 
I don't know if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, okay. Is it is it innocence, you think? Innocence, exactly. Innocence uh, it definitely contributes to it. Um, yeah. yeah, so that kind of got me thinking. Surfing and music have been infected uh, by youth. They, uh, <clears throat> they appeal to, to the youth. Um, uh, there are stars. Um, there are star stars who are who are young and have been throughout the course of uh, music, certainly, and um, I yeah. guess I guess surfing. Um, so yeah, let's talk about the youth. And actually, there's a, I, I do have an interesting quote um, which is similar to um, to those um, thoughts mm. of Kierkegaard. And it's from our best friend, Friedrich Nietzsche. Ah, oh, we haven't heard from Nietzsche for no, ages. No, we haven't. Nietzsche's been, I think he's been on a, I think he's been in uh, in Sumatra. <laughs> um, he's been at the hole. Uh, Testing out the... Uh, sleeping in the bushes. The, the spoons, uh, some Yater spoons, I think. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So Nietzsche says that the, sure, the surest way to corrupt a youth is to instruct him to hold in higher esteem those who think alike than those who think differently. Oh, hey, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Don't be wow. a sheep, says the Nietzsche. Yeah. Um, Mrs. Mrs. Nermelston has just sent me a message saying, love is, a, love is glove without a G. <laughs> that's pretty cool, actually. I don't know if she invented that or uh, she's... Um, you know, just one of the many, many things that she. Uh, that's so. That's so good because I said she invented it. So there you go. Right. <clears throat> well that's kind of like that. Take the L out of lover and it's over. That's such a good song. <laughs> um, uh, wow. Good, I, I do have yeah. another one, which is by. Um, I think this is really. Uh, most people would have heard this one, but it's a fucking classic by Bernard Shaw. Uh, youth is wasted on the young, but yeah, it is. I mean, it's definitely yeah. I I think. Did you think uh, the opposite applies to age? Is wasted on the old. Ooh, well, I th I think that it's an interesting one because I think that if you take that and flip it, yes, it is the case because youth is wasted on the young mentally. I think that's what Bernard Shaw means, and yeah, I would say yeah. that I would say that age is aging is wasted on the old physically because your brain mm. is at tip top well you know yeah. all things dementia and alzheimer's aside your brain is kind of primed but the body just disappears so um that's right yeah, yeah. it's um yeah it, it's kind of cruel that we we age and get experience you know more experience i mean surfing's a classic one i think because i I think I feel like uh, intelligence-wise or, or kind of knowledge-wise, my surfing skills are improving just from knowledge. Yep, sure. But the body's starting to betray that knowledge. Yeah, yeah. So I, I don't know. Benjamin Button was onto something by <laughs> doing it doing it the other way around. Yeah. So um, uh, just a quick uh, going back to the uh, the plethora of sick waves that you you and the boys have been sending over from the antipodes uh, over the last few weeks um i'm sure all those young rippers out there they won't fucking remember those that the surf from this week well 
yeah i i think that's true in a way i think the there, there is a, almost a a law of diminishing returns with being a good surfer and this is what i uh this is how i sleep at night <laughs> because i think yeah look if you're if you're a guy who gets 50 tubes a day you're not going to remember each one um but my i, I remember my one barrel dodge if you know what i mean <laughs> that that was that's you know that's in the in the memory banks yeah because no, i've only I got well, and also, um, I mean, well, there's there's two things. It's not only is the yeah invariably when it's pumping and um, waves of mortal coniquence, um, it's 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 the the uh, the big dogs who are getting the the good ones, right? Yeah. Um, and not only are the big dogs getting the good ones, but most of those big dogs are young, so it's the double whammy that. They're not going to remember it because they're young, and they're not going to remember it because it's just one of many barrels that they've had. You know, yeah. This year. Yeah. Whatever. So, yeah. Yeah. So it's actually it is it's Bernard Shaw is hundred percent. I think he was he was saying barrels for young people are wasted upon upon the young. Yeah. Um, what what kind of what kind of board would Bernard Shaw have written? Do you think? Uh, well, I, I I picture him as well. His name suggests. Um, and his nickname is George Bernard Shorey. He he hit the Shoreys. <laughs> like nobody's business. Maybe he's a booger. Yeah, that's what I was picturing. Yeah. Maybe even a skimboard. Ooh, heaven forbid. Yeah, Bernard Shaw. Yeah. Yeah. Because he, uh, he didn't, you know. The only the only skimboarder with a pipe that we the world has ever seen. <laughs> Dangerous. <laughs> the pipe in your mouth, but yeah, he was he lived on the edge. Um the edge wow. of the, the edge of, um, the, of the uh of, of the earth literally yeah yeah um well i um i i i've got a couple of quotes but I, I'll, I'll save them for later maybe just to yeah, spread no, it out but I, I was i was thinking more uh musically some of the 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 bands associated with youth and i just yep. had a uh, well, Mrs. Bodger hates lists, but I'm going to have a list <laughs> this time. Get the list. Get your list out, buddy. Get your list out. It's this time. List alert. Uh, there's a few bands that I thought were youth, were just with youth in the name, basically. Uh, Sonic Youth. Of course. Musical Youth. Oh, past the Duchy. Yeah. Neil Young. Now, you know, we talk about mentioning Brian Eno every episode. I think we're going to have to start mentioning Neil Young every episode as well. Okay. And uh, to top it off, Kids in the Kitchen. Yeah. I can't, I can't wow. even name a Kids in the Kitchen song. But, uh... Change in Mood, come ah, on. Of course, Change in Mood, of course. Of course. Ah. Mm. Uh, and, um, and some songs, teenage songs. We've got Teenage Riot, Sonic Oof. Youth again. Smells Like Teen Spirit. Yep. Uh, a classic uh, stoner rock song, Negasonic Teenage Warhead by um, <laughs> Monster Magnet. Ah, a, okay. Yeah, favorite yeah. of favorite of old uh, Roscoe Pick. I'll train and ice. And Teenage Spaceship by Smog is actually a, a really cool song. Mm-hmm. 
or was a teenage face I was thinking about the same lines. I was thinking about bands with youth in their <clears throat> in their name, or bands that have had great success as youths, like uh, Silverchair, I suppose, or mm -hmm. well, musical youth, um, or those two oh, rap, rap kids. <laughs> yes, crisscross. <laughs> Uh, with surf, you can kind of go down the same line. But then I thought, well, mm. nah, fuck it. Um, why don't I just be completely self-indulgent and talk about uh, my youth? So that's what I. That's that's what I'm doing. In this oh, episode. that is so good. <laughs> um, yeah, well, so well, bring I mean, it on. All right. So from the Nermalston, a young Nermalston. Yeah, and when I talk about when I'm talking youth here, I'm talking until 15, not beyond 15. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's that's fair enough. So the, the first yeah. thing musically, if we let's go, let's talk about music because we've been doing a lot of mm -hmm. surf talk. Um, American Top Forty with Casey Kasem. American Top Forty. AT Forty is heard in the fifty states and around the world every week on great radio stations like KOAL Price, Utah, KEEL Shreveport, Louisiana, and KMJK Portland, Oregon. Here's Promises, Promises at number 22 this week by Naked Eyes. Well, for some reason, I got into it, and um, I believe it was probably on 2SM, which we've mentioned before. And, of course, 2SM has an intrinsic link to Australian surf culture, the 2SM mm -hmm. surf about. Um, surf about, yeah. Uh, but 2SM, I believe it was Sunday evenings, they would have the... American Top 40 radio show, which was probably from about knowing this is, we're talking early eighties here. So it was probably from about three months before. And they'd, they'd sent the, uh, they'd, they'd sent the uh, cassette on a fucking boat. On a ship. <laughs> yeah, but of course I, I, I was thinking it was like recorded the night before, but, um, but probably that was just naivety of, of youth. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but not only was Casey Kasem really cool and, it was a certain type of music uh, that in those early 80s years that was kind of uh, that was on the top of the charts in the States. Now, of course, there are exceptions here, but for me, the, the things that kind of stand out, and I'll, I'll, I don't want to go on to, into too much, but um, for, for one reason, the, the number one song, and pardon the pun, that I remember um, from that era as a kid lying in my bed listening to uh, listening to this on the radio was uh, Abracadabra. I heat up, I can't cool down. Got me spinning round and round. Round and round and round it goes. Where it stops, nobody knows. Every time you call my name, I heat up like a burning flame. Um, Abracadabra actually you know one of his much later songs it was a huge hit of course uh, but the, you know Steve Miller kind of late 60s early 70s Steve Miller is just sublime amazing stuff 
you know, you could argue that Abracadabra is very populist and poppy, and I'm sure that Steve Miller purist didn't like it, but for some reason, it just uh, just really hit the hit the mark with me. I absolutely love that song. She's a quicksilver girl, a lover of the world. Just for some reason, that similar era I, for me, I remember Private Eyes, Hall and Oates. Mate, yeah. The next, the, my next um, on my little list here, my next. Uh, name is Hall and Oates. Um, no way. Yeah, yeah. So uh, particularly uh, Private Eyes, I, I liked, uh, of course, as, as everyone would. Um, can't go for that, of course. Uh, but my number one Hall and Oates song is Out of Touch. Um, which okay. Is just uh, uh, it has everything that a Hall and Oates sh song should should have. So uh, again, uh, check out the video. It's um, <clears throat> they're dancing around among some big letters and stuff in very 80s uh, kind of spandexy leopard print gear with, with their big, beautiful hair. That's great. I well, can no, picture my, you. My last song from uh, from Amer my American Top Forty days is uh, Pat Benatar, "Love in the Battlefield." Again, go watch the video because it's uh, it's one of those epic um, uh, kind of MTV made for MTV videos where halfway through the well throughout the song it's a story, but halfway through the song the music stops and you just have the beat in the background and she's being thrown out of home, you know, and her dad saying, "Don't ever come back here," da, 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 you know, <laughs> that um, that full '80s uh, kind of uh, storytelling sort of melodrama. Yeah, absolutely. Wow, does she do? Uh, does she do the kind of shoulder thing? Is that that song where she kind of dances uh, with yep. her shoulders? Pretty sure it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She does that kind of. There's a mate at school, Clinker, actually. Clinker, named after the Burn Twin Fin. Um, he he could do that. He could do the Pat Benatar kind of shoulder thing. I was really shoulder, impressed. Shoulder shimmy. Yeah, that's um, it's not an easy move. This is you, sort of. Uh, in in sort of uh, in your bedroom listening to top forty hits as a fifteen year old. Well, no, this would have um, been uh, this would have been like as like a, a ten year old, so younger. eleven year yeah. old, yeah. Um, uh, and then so that would coincide with my Moray Boogie um, days. I would imagine. Oh, yeah. oh, so when I would have yeah. just been 
getting into my um, boogie boarding uh, with Memore. Nice. Um, yeah, so that the kind of for, early forays into the uh, into the world of surf. So wow, yeah. Uh, how do you think those those songs kind of shaped you as as a as an adult? Like, do, do you think they are like have they been like formative well and only formative no i mean i i would say formative in as much as they led me down the path of really wanting to listen to lots of music um and yeah. and um as uh, as nietzsche says um holding people who think differently in high higher esteem than people who think um the same so you know not listening to the kind of whatever was on australian radios at the time which i will yeah, as yeah. Well. but yeah kind of i don't know maybe initially an, an initial look outside the box in some ways even though they were they were hits uh, obviously there wasn't the internet there wasn't any alternative apart from going out and buying your own records or i suppose there was say double j and not just a single alternative radio station yeah uh to get different stuff but occasionally some weird stuff would come out in commercial radio i, I just, and i reckon a classic example of that is probably a, i'm not sure when it came out but it was um oh superman by um laurie anderson i actually just watched yeah, the video right. well we've that talked about we've talked that, about laurie anderson before as well Should oh have we yeah. well, oh, language, maybe. language language is a virus oh yeah, yeah. but that oh superman is the trippiest song <laughs> that it was a commercial well no, probably you know wasn't super successful but there was actually played at all i i don't know well, um well, absolutely and um again a few things we've mentioned before um uh falco um <laughs> rock me amadeus and uh their commissar i mean for fuck's sake that they were like top 10 hits and how on earth can you imagine yeah. that kind of stuff okay I'm, i guess things like gangnam style and stuff were were hits in yeah though i suppose they were kind of the viral hits of the day before yeah, exactly things went viral yeah that's that's funny oh, i've got another, um, another one actually that um i absolutely love and i've subsequently gone back fairly recently and re-listened and actually read the lyrics which i had never done before uh ah. murray head one night in bangkok i didn't realize this story today it's it's about a chess tournament yeah. in bangkok isn't it which yeah. is just Absolutely crazy. Yeah. Well, which uh, actually came, I mean, I believe chess was a uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber musical, right? Oh, right. Mm. So is it from that? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Wow. What's his uh, name? Uh, Murray Head. Murray Head. Head. <laughs> so good. Uh, Sounds like a point a point somewhere up uh, the north coast of New South Wales. Yeah. It's, uh, um, Murray Head. The, the point's not so good, but the back beaches get really sick. Okay. Okay, we've got uh, Scorchio69 here in the dog park. I've uh, nailed him down for an interview. 
he's hard to catch. Um, so Scorchio, we we're talking about songs of our youth and uh, what what was your formative song as a as a young Scorchio? Uh, first of all, thanks for having me on. Um, it's a pleasure. Yeah, long time listener, first time caller. Nice, good stuff. Um, I think uh, I was thinking about this and um, Rosanna by Toto. I don't know why, but it was on one of those compilation albums. Might have been through the roof, through, 90, out of the blue, 1982 or something like that. But um, it just was on high rotation when I was a kid. And wow. whenever I hear it now, it takes me back to a particular time, you know, particular place. I think a happy time, happy time, happier times. Wow. <laughs> and because I, I don't know, it's a, do you still like that song? I do. Wow. Yeah. 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 It's just, it's a nostalgia thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, for sure. It's not cool, but I like it. I know. Yeah. There, there's some songs uh, that are a little bit embarrassing to admit you like. But yeah. I'm not embarrassed for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, lucky I didn't play my other song. <laughs> That's <Okay>. my first. <laughs> <laughs> That's classic. Uh, and um, while we got you here, uh, we've got to have a surf related question. What was your first surfboard that you remember? It was a single fin. It was like, I think it was a brand new single fin. And it was yellow and red. Nice. And, um, I'm going to forget what it was now. It wasn't a KC? It was a KC. It I was think. a KC. Anyway, cool. Well, thanks, uh, thanks Scorchio69, for this in-depth interview. Um, do, you want to say, do you want to say anything to our, to our listeners or any uh, um, Any messages of... Just fuck off. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and of course, I think we've, uh, again, we're repeating ourselves, but uh, Nina's 99 red balloons or whatever you, however you say it in German. You know, these, these kind yeah. of, there are these exceptions which, you know, pretty, yeah. pretty out there music, really. And another one while I'm thinking of it is Godly and Cream, uh, America, uh, Englishman in New York, which yeah, um, right. not the Sting song. Uh, that's that's another, and the film clips, super trippy. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and there's all this on commercial, like I said, there wasn't alt- really much alternative but to be on commercial radio or TV, and these were all, I don't know, even today a lot of those songs would be considered just out there. Maybe even oh, two out there. Hundred percent. Well, and um, um, funnily enough, uh, I was talking with someone the other day about uh, what you had said about that quote for the um, the people going to the big day out. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah. As soon just, as, just the kind of the, the people. It, it went from uh, band shirts to stilettos. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Within a short period, it became a, a scene, a, a scene rather than the, yeah, 
Yeah. And, um, I mean, you know, there are there are parallels to be made with um, with when uh, if you think about in the eighties, particularly um, independent music, you know, uh, stuff like I don't know. Let's talk Susie and the Banshees or or the Smiths or whatever. Um, yeah. The this was all on independent labels, you know. Um, and it was yeah. only towards the end of the 80s. Now, this, this is obviously earlier than the, 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 the kind of um, Instagram age, of course, but uh, it was only towards the end of the 80s that you started to have these so-called indie bands cracking the charts, right? Um, yeah. And, you know, the, an argument could be made by uh, grumpy locals, old grumpy locals, um, that that was the downhill slide um, to the kind of, musical oblivion that we have now <laughs> i'm not that's not my opinion um but you know yeah once, yeah. once the uh once the big the big uh, multinationals got their fucking talons into it it just uh it, it turned all yeah. that purity into mush yeah like it's yeah like a lot of things do they kind of bland get blandized yeah uh, yeah interesting <clears throat> So what else uh, well, about got, your got, year? So, so that's my American yeah. top forty. I've got um, my Australian, uh, my Australian vibe from the same era, um, and I've yeah. got just two songs only. One, which yeah. is probably my, oof, I, I'm not going to say favourite, but um, up there with one of the one of my favourite Australian songs of all time, which is uh, "Original wow. Sin" by In Excess. Oh my god. I got a single given to me by someone and it uh, yeah it was called for those older of those younger listeners uh a single is a cassette tape with uh just one one basically one song but but it was actually it actually had multiple songs it was it was called Decca Dance Decca Dance um it was in excess and it was basically remixes of of songs off kick um it was epic kick 
Uh, oh, sorry, no, sorry, original oh, sin. Yeah, uh, this, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, start yeah. again. The swing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The swing. it was it was nuts. Uh, and I remember, yeah, I remember I had that on on full rotation on my little uh, imitation Walkman with the orange <laughs> headphones. Oh, uh, orange fun, fluff. Funnily enough, foam um, headphones. My uh, my beloved um, Mrs. Normalston. She we were at her parents' place the other day, and she dug up a yellow waterproof sony no oh my god i i coveted that (laughs) oh my the waterproof walkman yeah so um uh, mrs nervelston grew up in in toronto and uh um um her dad uh he used to go back when they moved when they moved out of uh canada back to uh back to europe um he used to go back to work uh, over there and he, you know, as, as fathers do when they go on business trips, they invariably yeah. bring uh, uh, presents. And one time he came back with the yellow Sony Walkman. The Sony Walkman is a tiny stereo cassette player with truly incredible sound. Put on a Walkman and see the world in a whole new light. Sony Walkman. The Walkman from Sony, the one and only. With the, no with the in-ear headphones. Do you remember that? The actual, the first kind of in-ear headphones. Oh, I don't remember those. Yeah. No. Um, um, and he actually bought one wow. for himself as well, which is which is hilarious. Um, the, the, <laughs> the, so the, the, the family owned two pristine uh, Sony Walkmen. Wow! Mm. Yeah, I always, that's I always crazy. wanted one as well. I had a, I believe I had like a, uh, I can't remember, maybe a Sanyo. I think it was probably a Sanyo mm. Walkman. <laughs> yeah, so, I yeah, mine was pretty crappy. But my sister had um, she had the original silver Sony Walkman. Nice. Oh. So good, and she had an extra like double D battery pack that she could uh, plug into it for extra extra endurance, extra listening pleasure um, on the on the yeah. big on the big coastal trips. Yeah, uh, when you really want to block when you when you're sitting in the uh, Honda Civic and you really want to block all your siblings out. Exactly. <laughs> um, well, there you go. Well, that's well, yeah. I've got two more. I've got two more songs actually. There are three. Um, the okay. other one is uh, "Rain" by Dragon. Uh, yep. Like yep. Classic Oz rock for any uh, any mm-hmm. of you listeners out there. Um, I'm sure uh, a lot of you know it. But um, and I always it's one of those lyrics that you you know when you get a lyric wrong and you. Uh, never oh yeah, it. yeah. So it's a word for that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so don't you go out in the rain. I I thought it was don't you go out in the rain. Don't go out in foreign rain. <laughs> You're reading way too much into that. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I was trying to be far too uh, erudite for my own um, for my own good, right there. So um, yeah, yeah, that's great. And of course, the uh, uh, the the last one is uh, the power and the passion by Midnight Oil.
passion actually for me has a big link to surfing because for some reason it just it it probably mm. the lyrics um have have part of it because it, it sydney nights are warm daytime telly blue rinse dawn dad's so bad he lives in the pub it's the underarms and football club flat chat pine gap and every home a big mac and no one goes out back that's that so it just reminded me of growing up uh of long hot summers where have they gone where, where do those long hot summers go um uh, uh and um yeah i mean yeah, power and the passion what, what more can you say early early 80s australia just fucking sums it up for me really yeah wow uh and do you think uh the, the oils were, were kind of almost like an education as well like yeah, as I mean, for a I, young kid i yeah we, i mean for me will always hold just one of the greatest places in in my heart for uh, yeah, for, for everything, for ed- educating me musically, uh, con- conscious. Politically. Yeah, yep. politically. Uh, just, you know, there's a huge surf link, of course. Um, they're smart. But, uh, Peter Garrett's, uh, you know, he's a fucking out there. He was out there, but he was also able to be in there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, funnily enough, I, I looked it up on Wikipedia and it, Midnight Oil are noted at their the musical style is new wave post punk. Wow, so that's that's quite a that, but, um, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> interesting. But yeah, uh, I mean, you can't you can't get past past the oils. That's for sure. Funnily enough, um, I've said that funnily enough too many times. So smack me on uh, the head. You're repeating. Yourself. You're repeating yourself. You're repeating yourself. Dude, you know, no, come you on. You never wanted Midnight Oil T-shirt. So. Um, Nice. Yeah, nice. I, I want to get my hands on one actually. Okay, I'm sure you can. Yeah, um, yeah. The, the classic uh, hand. Yeah. You could just make one, maybe. Mm. <clears throat> Face your hand. What about you, uh, for Aussie, Aussie '80s, early '80s? What, 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 what would? Well, I, I actually didn't. Uh, so if we still, if we want to start music, I actually only had one. I actually had a whole album by one band that I reckon typifies. And for me, I thought of youth as as teenagerhood, I suppose, yeah. and and teen teen angst. Yeah. And what I, th- I think this album probably still stands up today as the best teen angst. Um, I don't know what you'd call it, survival guide. Um, <laughs> the the Violent Femmes uh, eponymous uh, debut oh, album. Mate. How fucking good. I mean, how good is that? Yeah, I mean, I I think like you, I was pro- I was I lucky get, to have. Why can't older- I get just one fuck? Yeah, I mean that sums up pretty much <laughs> most of most of the teenage years, I think, uh, in one line. But uh, yeah, look. Uh, I don't even know. 
I don't know. I was like, yeah, I had older siblings. Yep. And so I was kind of, I was exposed to Violent Femmes pretty much when it first came out. And it was, I think I was just started year seven, year, like first year of high school. And oh my God, I think I pretty much just, that's what I lived on for my whole, it kind of kept me, kept me sane when, uh, when all those youthful and teeny and hormonal things are, are going on, you, you kind of realize that uh, there's someone out there who's, who's more screwed up than you. And that's uh, <laughs> Gordon Gaino from the Violet Firms. Um, yeah. Uh, 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 just, sorry. Sorry. Here you go. Well, just a, a little aside, well, not an aside, it's something, something related to that. Uh, and it goes to show how times have changed because I remember someone having a mixtape that had a couple of songs from that album on it. Um, and I remember hearing oh, it. Oh, yeah. And, you know, it's like, oh, fuck. And I just kind of got a glimpse of it. And then it was like this kind of... Uh, um, mystery you know you couldn't it's not like you, you, you couldn't spotify it you couldn't yeah. youtube it you, you you just had to wait exactly until it came yeah. around again you know it was uh and eventually i eventually i got my hands on a uh, a copy of the whole album and yeah you know wore it wore it out obviously yeah but um interestingly uh, the cover i don't know if you remember the cover of the yeah. album it, yeah. it has this uh, this young girl sort of peering into a sort of a, like a, it looked like an abandoned house. She's peering in through this dark window and um, that, that she was a three-year-old girl and she's, she's now must be in her twenties or thirties or, or whatever. It's probably, yeah. Uh, and, but she was just plucked off the street by the photographer to shoot the, shoot the album cover. I, for me, it seemed like a timeless picture. I thought it was from another era, um, but that was shot for the, for the album. Um, but somebody described that that her looking through that window was was kind of a metaphor for the whole album. It says um, that the young girl looking into the dark window captured that precise moment when childhood innocence is corrupted by the obsessions of the adult world, sex, violence, perverted religiosity, and omnipresent death. Wow. Um, That's cool. So I, That's cool. I thought it was fantastic. I never thought of the cover as having that that uh, deeper meaning, but when you see the, the the young girl looking into that dark window, probably at uh, Gordon Gaino doing something crazy. Um, and that's but that, uh, that was like 
there is nothing quite like the absolute cretinous fuck wittery of a teenage boy's mind. Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Because, uh, I, yeah, I just think that whole album I, is... I actually kind of look, listen to it and it's still, it hasn't aged one no. bit no, uh, because I think they were, it was produced at a time in the eighties when things were glitzy and we talked about a lot of those bands, which we, you know, I, I, I like you loved, um, but the Violet Femmes were, they were another, they were the outsiders from the start. They, <laughs> yeah, they just sure. their, their style, their singing style, the, the drummer just, just played on an upturned, um, metal tin and the, the bass player played like an acoustic bass it was everything was just just weird you know there's no guitar solos well normal guitar solos the only proper solo was a like a xylophone solo in one <laughs> yeah. song so everything everything was just crazy and the lyrics i've i've only seen them once live but it's just this huge sing-along i actually felt sorry for them because Whenever they played any of their songs from the first album, they everyone knows just, it. Yeah, oh, everyone knows it, and it's just this you, you can barely hear the band playing, everyone's just singing. But it's, it's um, the perfect, it's the perfect example of something which is just so underground but so good, and that eventually just kind of leaches out into certainly not the masses because I'm sure there's plenty of people our age who wouldn't know who the fuck the violent femmes are, but um, it just hits a certain note that. Uh, oh, yeah. popularity doesn't take away from it nothing takes away from it they've never they've never changed anything they've never done anything any differently it's um you know they, no. what? and i don't their, think it was their core the whole way through yeah i don't think it was ever played on commercial radio definitely in australia like well certainly not with with those rude lyrics no but um how's this how's this this is pretty much like from the whole album i'm sorry i, I don't uh Stop me if you think I'm going too much on the Violent Femmes, but um, go for it. This this album, like, just how's this for just to sum up? When we're talking about youth and angst, teen angst, these are pretty much like the first lines from all the songs from the first album. Um, so it starts off, "When I'm out walking, I strut my stuff," <laughs> and then he, and the next song, "I need someone, a person to talk to, someone who'd care. Could it be you?" um and then um later the next one or a few songs later just last night i was reminded just how bad it had gotten just how sick i had become (laughs) and the next song you know that i want your loving but my logic tells me that it ain't never gonna happen and then my defenses say i didn't want it anyway but you know sometimes i'm a liar (laughs) and then the last one beautiful girl lovely dress High school smiles, oh, oh yes. <laughs> but yeah, I yeah, I can't think of an album that sums up youth, teenage confusion, and I don't know that. And and also just the teenage energy and sort of frustrated energy. I suppose you just don't know, you know, how to express it i suppose and no, they, mate, and the they, they, they captured yeah. it um uh it, it's what it, what being a teenager is all about right yeah yeah um exactly it's just um mate you hit mm. it you, you've hit hit the ball out of the body you've hit the ball out of the park you've got a 10 second stand up 
Baz are right on that one, I reckon. <laughs> and now for something completely different. You know what I fucking hate about surfing? It's these fucking wankers who always make sure their towel slips at just the right fucking moment because they want to show off their fucking three-pack. I mean, for fuck's sake, do you really think that the boys in the car park want to see your dick in your fucking hairy bullsack? Of course they bloody don't, you wanker. They'd rather stare at the fucking sun for half an hour no matter how many axe handles you've got in your bloody decks. Do you fucking think anyone's impressed? Of course they fucking aren't, you wanker. Real men don't need to display their fucking hardware. Real men know that you only bring out the fucking sausages when the fucking barbies are light, you wanker. You pathetic fucking wannabe porn star. Next, you'll be whipping the fucking dripping in public, you wanker. You mongrel fucking dog. I bet you'd lick your fucking ghoulies if you could. Say, so put a bloody cold pie down your fucking Y-French, you wanker. And save your fucking prong for your missus, you asshole. Jesus fucking Christ. And you know what else? The same bloody wankers. They buy every fucking bit of surf para fucking finalia that comes on the market. From inflatable bloody life vests when surfing two fucking footers to rip fucking curl heat fucking seeker weddies. For fuck's sake. Don't even get me started about those fucking wankers. Well, there you go, the fems. Um, and interestingly, sorry, I just want yeah, to keep it. banging on with the uh, the fems. But um, the uh, just on a funny side note, they I don't know. It seems to be this popular thing now where they get celebrities or relatively famous people, and they play them a song they've never heard before, and they'll either have it on youtube or whatever showing their reaction to, to uh, you know yeah, a song they've never heard before there's whole there's um, whole youtube sites of fucking idiots doing yeah this. yeah yeah well well this was jk rowling or rowling rowling yep. for, uh, from harry potter fame and she'd never heard the violent femmes album what? and uh she's yeah, like so, what, what kind of what where was she, where was she all of her bloody life i don't know i don't know she was mm, in uh, yeah. See, so she starts off saying, so I put on the Violent Femmes and hear a catchy acoustic guitar riff. And I think this is great. I'm going to love them. And then, uh, then she says, but then the vocalist kicks in and I have an immediate visceral response of no, I hate this. The change is so, a change of mood is so abrupt. My mind goes blank. I look down at the place where I was supposed to be making notes. And all I've written is his high upper register sounds like a bee in a plastic cup. What a load of rubbish. Not appreciating the Gaino uh, genius. <clears throat> not feeling the feeling. But um, but just while we're on that, like, that topic of uh, people listening to songs they never heard before, we did 
you mentioned uh, Cardi B a while back, and yeah. I, uh, I I made a I made a, a terrible error of actually googling or whatever you say. Um, Haunting. The 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 WAP song, the WAP oh. song. And I said certified free, seven days a week. Wet and gushy, make that pullout game weak. Yeah, you dealing with some wet and gushy. Bring a bucket and a mop for this wet and gushy. Give me everything you got for this wet and gushy. Beat it up, baby, catch a charge. Extra large and extra hard. Put this oh cookie God. right in your face. Yeah, yeah, that's like a credit yeah. card. But Hop on anyway, top. I was chatting to Miss. I was chatting to Mrs. Uh, Bodger about it. I'm going, you know that song by Cardi B? And she's going, nah, never heard it. And I'm like, well, I'll put it on. We'll drive in the car. And just to look at her face as as the lyrics came out, her jaw just kind of dropped. <laughs> <laughs> it was priceless. It's kind of like, God, like that's really kind of explicit. And yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Well, t- talking, anyway. about a, uh, talking about a blister in the sun, um, my uh, my last little bit on the music side of youth is uh, my first two big crushes. Um, oh, and uh, I think wasn't that first... substitute teacher? Was it? No, no. My first one was uh, Kim Wilde. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, Cambodia. Oof. Ah. I, lo- mm. I, lo- I actually I love the song. <laughs> that goes on to another thing which is we may have mentioned this before but 1981 or 1982 with a bullet um i think we've mentioned it before but she that cambodia is on on that album which is another again seminal uh piece of my um my early yes. years and the second crush is uh belinda Carlisle. Mm. Uh, when i first started hearing the go-go's and getting into the go-go's probably late because i'm you know, they yeah. really were they really were kind of post punk new wave so um, yeah but yeah oof, loved loved Belinda Carlisle and Kim Wilde nice yeah well yeah so, um, the, the childhood crush <laughs> yeah yeah uh, any more music uh, youth musical youth to talk about uh, the uh, well the only thing I I, I just like well, I I love Gordon Gaynor from Violent Femmes like just that manic kind of almost crazy uh 
well, well, sort of serial killer kind of vibe he gives off. Yeah. Uh, and but I, I, I was trying to think of who is is coming up, sort of taking that, sort of filling that same role. And um, I don't know if you've heard of a guy called Ezra Furman. Um, mm, I've heard the name. Yeah. Well, he's he's. I reckon he's kind of the next. You know, I hate saying sort of he's the next something, but the next that style. It's that. I don't know that youthful. Uh, kind of He's just got the same vibe. He's I suppose. The, uh, that, that youthful, the, the youthful angst and yeah, and exuberance. But he's he's had a, a like giving it a modern twist, uh, as you'd expect in this era. He is now to refer to as she. He's uh, he's uh, um, gender a, binary, non-binary. Yeah, yeah. Well, but, uh, well anyway, and I think neutral. he's he's a she now. I don't he's think he's This is how. This is how. No, you. Oh, he is a she, or he's just a, a, a zip. He's not a Z, a the. Uh, I think he's a she. Okay. Oh, he's she. Enough. She's yeah. a she. Anyway, but uh, yeah, he's he's sort of treading a similar path, and um, but I, I just um, one of his lines in one of his songs says, "I sneer at ideas of material wealth, and I sleep in the alley and walk through the valley of the shadow of the fabulous four. Um, oh, that's mate. Uh, another. Anyone who plays homage to um, uh, to the Fab Four gets gets a gets credit. Uh, speaking speaking it's of which, um, uh, the Fab Four. If if you want to hear a, a Beatles song about youth, uh, in my life. Ah, yeah. okay. Um, Quantit. It's bloody awesome. Spotter spotter <laughs> spotter Quantit. Um. <laughs> it's, it's, they've got to get a catchier name than Quant. Yeah, well, yeah, I guess they do. Yeah. Oh, well, I suppose Google sounded silly back yeah, in the day. Exactly, exactly. Um, yeah, how about you? Uh, oh, that's me musically. I yeah, think. that's me. Um, that's me. I'm, I'm all about the surfing now. All about the cool. Surf. Yeah, so let's what, do it. What, what do you got to say about surfing and youth? I, I got to, I'll, I got to just a few words that I'll, I'll just reel off for you. Um, yep, Oki. That's number one. Oh, without a doubt. Okay. Um, Jason Buttonshaw. <laughs> yeah. Nicky Wood. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Nicky Wood. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Moray Boogie, we've mentioned before. Nice. Yeah. Um, skateboards. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, well, I'll keep going. Uh, can I keep going? Keep going. Uh, the all-day weddy hang. Devo, Devo would hate yeah, that. Well, yeah, well, uh, Devo will rail against that. Well, he has. Um, yeah. Yeah, sorry, interject, please. No, no, no. You keep going. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, um, milk, milkshakes in metal cups. Wow. Mm, hot chips in paper cups. Uh, wow. Chocolate moves and move adverts. 
Coke adverts. <laughs> ah, the Coke adverts. My God. Bubble thing, uh, and, the, oh. and the, the trampoline in the water, the big coke yep. can that you spun around on, uh, mm-hmm. just gold, gold. Um, uh, we've talked about this a uh, bit. as an aside. Yeah, do, you know, remember Tab? Tab was like a before Coke <laughs> Zero. It was like Tab was a zero um, calorie Coke, uh, and that ad in Australia at least had, I think, L McPherson. Okay. As the as the the female in the bikini, and guess who the guy on the beach towel kind of he kind of upset his girlfriend by kind of looking at Elle McPherson. Um, so the girlfriend pours a bucket of water ice over um, the guy, and it's uh, Westerly Wendina. No way. It is. No way. Yeah, being a being a lifeguard. <clears throat> uh, no, no, it's just on the beach in a, in okay. a sort of sitting on the beach with his girlfriend. But, but his girlfriend um, gets upset. Westerly Wendina start... in, in the Peter Druin phase. The, as Peter Druin, yeah, yeah. And apparently he's so now yeah. Peter, Peter Druin again. Oh, hmm. wow, but I missed without, that. Okay. Without, without the junk. Right, okay. He, he's gone back to being Peter Druin again. Okay. Because uh, um, Jamie Brissick wrote that whole book and then literally um, within uh, weeks of it being launched, uh, Peter Druin became Peter Druin again. So. Uh, yeah. Wow. Uh, okay. Um, six hour surfs. Six hour, yeah. Uh, actually sitting on the beach. <laughs> when, when, was the, when was the last time you sat on a beach? That's, that's hilarious. Uh, occasionally, occasionally on a nice summer's uh, day. Yeah, I mean, I do. I do occasionally. Maybe, but not, yeah, you're right. Not, you know, <laughs> you know, we, used, we used to just spend the whole day on the beach right yeah or just lie in the sand yeah like without a towel just right. and then you get hot jump in the water Absolutely. lie back in the sand again well i mean it was Covered literally in. that whole day in the wetsuit vibe wasn't it mm. you'd come out of the surf lie in the sand in your wetsuit walk down to the shop get a chocolate move and a uh, a meat pie um a, a finger bun go back to the beach go for a surf lie in the sand Go back to the shop, get some hot chips and a milkshake. Go back to the beach, go for a surf, and then hope that your parents would pick you up. Well, that I, I was going to talk about that. Um, uh, go for it. So, yeah, yeah. So what, what, well, I mean, so I don't, I don't have so much of a list of my youth surfing wise, but uh, I did th- think there's interesting the whole phenomena of, of just how coddled um the youth are today and i uh i mean for example did you ever get pushed in on a wave when you were a kid actually um, i need to talk to uh need to talk to our our good mate um devo about this one because that's got to be a rant there's nothing oh right what are we doing and you know some the the these fucking dads who often are good surfers and like ex-pros and stuff 
pushing their children into surf, into waves. I mean, what the fuck is going on? Devo, where are you? Right. I got, I, I actually did that with my kids, but you know. You were probably standing. I'm talking about people who go out in the surf. Ah, in the, surfboard, oh. Pushing, standing in the, in standing in at waist deep water at a, at Kitty's Corner. Um, uh, pushing your very young child into into a wave on this, you know, a, a, a broken wave. That's fine. Yeah. We're talking. I mean, there's a, there's a there's a reef break. Yeah, out. there's a reef break near here, which is not it's not a heavy reef break. It's a very playful reef break, but fun nonetheless. And there is one particular motherfucker who <laughs> is whose kid is now way too old to be fucking doing anything. Ah, uh, yeah. Let alone yeah, who pushes? He's the, he's shaving pushes. and he's still getting pushed oh, in. Mate, it's, it's a fucking disgrace. Well, yeah, that's funny. Uh, that's so funny. But I, I was I was out at Trestles, lower lower Trestles, and Caius King was being pushed in by his dad. Jesus Christ! I mean, what? That's you know, that's I don't know. And this was like you shouldn't be twelve months. Shouldn't ago. be sponoed if you got to be pushed in. <laughs> um but uh yeah so uh, yeah i the, the push in um the the lift up the hill from the parents i i could probably count on one hand the time my parents came pick me up from the from the beach no, i, I, got, a, the I got a few i used to get a few lifts because the um yeah i used to get a few lifts uh so i can't complain nice okay but yeah did i did the walk of shame um many a time uh and hitched 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 a few times oh wow i, 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 I don't uh, think i not thought to hitch seniors not uh not listening but um you know you'd get the odd trade you get the old tra tra odd tradesman or whatever who'd just say jump in the back and uh you know but uh yeah it's certainly yeah. certainly not not the coddling of the australian mind that we are witnessing these days <laughs> yeah but um but yeah so and 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 um and i just had also like i don't think i ever as a grommet uh had anything more than a spring suit steam no, i don't i don't no, know no way no way and yeah like even yeah. the middle of winter yeah the spring suit yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah that was it that was it and you um, know you just had to make do um get you had to cop cop the cold cop the uh cop the the, the horrendous wetsuit rash uh cop the abuse for having a, a shitty wetsuit and a crappy board <laughs> um you know surf whatever yeah. you could whatever you could get your hands on whatever your parents could um afford to to buy you secondhand that was that was what it was all about yeah oh and, and of course yeah. invariably sunburn yes right Jesus. the the, the hopefully, permanently hopefully killing not, those yeah hopefully not uh, uh something that we're going to pay for in the in the long term but no we certainly used to get burnt that's for sure uh but yeah but yeah i i also had uh i think the top of my list was nicky wood i think he sort of it sort of typified the still i mean he must be one of the youngest who still the youngest first on is he yeah youngest he's still winner, young young youngest to win still 14 a, a, an asp event i think yeah well i think just the way he looked too, he just looked he was skinny he was but oh, how good do you surf? Mm. It was just oh. Well, and, and actually, um, uh, uh, for those um, Aussies in the listenership, um, how 
big was Mango. Mm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what a brand. Uh, and they had a hell team. Mango Mango had a... Um, they had Nikki Wood. They had Emma. They had Damien Hardman. Um, ooh, there was... There was a, and there, there a lot more. A lot more guys on the on the mango team whatever happened did you, did, do you remember those mango ever, wetsuit caps hat things they, uh, i was gonna say did wow uh i'm gonna try and get a photo um, of one of them up on the uh, did you have one um i did and i it's funny because i remember going to a school camp and all the all the movers and shakers had mango those mango hats the uh, yep. it was like fl- they were different colors on each side i think and they were kind of yeah, fluoro yeah. wetsuit I mean, some most impractical things. Um, yeah, and of course, nothing. as soon as I got home from the from the school camp, I desperately tried to get my hands on a mango cap. Um, eventually, did, but probably by that time, something else was um, in fashion, and I was, you know, that that was me behind the always behind the times on the on the on the surf fashion. That's for sure. Well, I, I pretty much had the identical story, except my my mum, bless her, bought me a. Uh, a similar hat but different brand it's a knee and then it's basically it's a bit of neoprene with a hole cut in it so you just stick it on your head and it was the wrong brand so it was like i was just too embarrassed to wear it because i was like it just wasn't it wasn't mango so oh the um oh the pain the pain of of uh of not fitting in um do you reckon um morgues is a bit of a nicky wood was he a bit older? Well, Morgs is older, but yeah, I mean, there's a the same yeah. kind of similarity, kind of out of nowhere, um, un, unfancied, kind of, uh, you know. Yeah. I think Matt, I mean, I guess Nicky Wood had the, had the fundamentals down pat, um, but Nicky Wood did have that problem that Morgs doesn't have because Morgs is a smaller guy. Um, Nicky Wood, once he was lanky, up, he kind of his body all went spazzo, didn't it? And, he had big just went yeah probably he's got my problem high center of gravity <laughs> Me too. spindly legs he obviously could i think morgues is a yeah. bit more of a nugget so um maybe yeah perhaps yeah yeah apparently he's tiny yeah. Yeah. yeah um um how about we go on to a quiz let's do it you reckon, you reckon um with uh well, i don't know i've i'm being completely oh. uh completely uh, egotistical I've, I've finished my stuff so that's it <laughs> <laughs> well the, the only thing i thought that just while to, to keep on the youth topic um actually benno's art world also um tipped off a quite a good movie that i i oh, not movie but like a, a clip um vans series on this weird, weird waves i think oh, it's yeah. called yeah so and good. i i'd kind of thought uh it looks a bit kind of uh i don't know cheesy mm. i don't know but i i watched it and it was it was actually quite it was actually really cool this is um, the children, it, children of the weird episode right uh yeah and i think that summed up kind of the grommet uh the world of the grommet quite well it mm. just had basically it started off with uh kids surfing this Basically, it was a backwash running into or backwash or sidewash off a cliff running back into surf. So they were just basically um, having a ball. Surfing just getting in and blasted out. By just the, getting, yeah, getting hammered, eh? Fucking hammered. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, I just chatted to some of the grommets about that. I thought it was quite cool. Uh, and the next story was about these crazy kind of, well, a bit older kids, but still kids surfing through a gap in a like a natural rock arch. Yeah. Um, which is absolutely crazy. And then the third story was was I don't know. It's it speaks to kind of old age trying to trying to stay young, I suppose. And I had these old guys, uh, oldish guys, riding little um semi kind of boogie board style um boards, just getting little one foot sacks lying yeah. down. Uh, <laughs> and I, I thought that, that was quite aim, good. The, and aim is, just... the aim is to get the smallest barrel you can possibly get. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, and there was one guy who he sounded like he was probably a pretty good surfer in his day. Um, who was who had arthritis, couldn't basically couldn't couldn't surf anymore, and it, that's you know he was just saying this is my, you know this is my stoke now, and he he loved it. Yeah, well, that um, was fully stoked. so I thought it was good. I thought super stoke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was brilliant. Uh, it reminded me of what I imagine um, Devo and his cohorts alike i don't know if that's true but they well, I mean, sound Div- like they're probably Div- similar Divo, vintage um, well Devo is uh he probably won't mind me saying this but he is above 60 years old and um i mean he's most of the time when we surf he would be yeah i mean he's all he's he's definitely more than a decade older than anyone else in the surf so out where in these this neck of the woods there's <laughs> not you know, at, at your beach, there are a lot of people who've been surfing for a long time um, and they're still surfing. Here, the surf culture is younger, so you don't really have anyone of his age out in the surf. Um, ah, yeah. that's interesting. Yeah, I never thought yeah, of that. Yeah. You just don't. You, uh, I mean, even the oldest mm. surfers here in this country would have started in... if would have started in the 70s and most of them aren't surfing anymore so most of the most of the hardcore older locals would be around our age really yeah yeah right yeah, so it's, a bit, um, it's a younger surf culture yeah so that's, yeah that, I, I never thought of that yeah. older older than most yeah Cool. Yeah. All right. Um, uh, well, there you go. Um, okay. Well, Quiz- Benno's Art World has been uh, providing uh, some good uh, content for today. So thank you, brother. He has. On oh, yeah, Benno's. Um, okay. You want to do the quiz? All right. I've got four questions. I don't know if you've got any questions, but. Uh... Uh, I've got, well, I've got two questions mm-hmm. Totally unrelated to our topic today, but anyway, and it, <laughs> yeah, but you you hit you go first. All right, the so mine are all um, related. Mine are all related to you. So um, I've got two. Oh, cool. You, you're two, on topic. Uh, two musical and two surf. So music. Okay, why don't we do with... all of yours and then? Okay. And you've got some quotes as well. Uh, we need to finish off with. So, uh, um, yeah, I think I've not. got one somewhere. Anyway, yep, cool. <laughs> all right, so, I can find um, it. <laughs> Quiz question number one. What's the name of the super producer whose body of work includes Alien Sex Fiend, Art of Noise, The Charlatans, The Cult, Faith No More, Marilyn Manson, The Orb, Beth Orton, PM Dawn, one of my favourite albums of all time, uh, Susie and the Banshees, The Sugar Cubes and The Verb. Oh, my God. Uh, I, I don't. 
I'll give you a clue. It's very related to the subject of this uh, podcast. Okay. Um, you, young, young, youthy man. I don't know. Uh, I have no idea. Uh, he also produced U2's, uh, a couple of U2's big albums. Um, uh, his name is uh, Youth. Brian Eno? <laughs> no, no. Youth. He's called Youth. Yes. Youth. He's, he's, he's a, well, his he's, uh, artistic name is Youth. Yeah. But an, ama- an amazing, uh, amazing. Uh, that's just, there's a heap more um, classic. And we're, we're not talking, we're talking, the, we're talking Faith No More's uh, debut, not debut album, but Faith No More, uh, real like thing. We're talking. Oh, wow. We're talking that the, the Charlatans album. We're talking the Verve's Bittersweet Symphony. I mean, he's you know. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Top notch. PM Dawn, Set of Drift on Memory Bliss. Uh, one of the uh, one of the best um, yeah. uh, hip hop albums in my mind. Okay. Um, name two of Sonic Youth's record labels. Um, Geffen. Yep. And uh, I don't know. They had their own label for a while. I think Sonic Death or something like that. Possibly, yeah. Uh, but no, oh, that's. Uh, I'll give you. I'll give you a clue. Um, think grunge. Think grunge. Sub pop. Yep. Bing, ding, dong. Yes. Uh, nice. Also, neutral sub sub pop. You mentioned ecstatic peace, which I think is pretty cool. Um, blast first. Do you remember blast first? Uh, Homestead, Enigma, Al- Agogo, which is a great record label. Uh, Agogo yeah. uh, and Matador. Oh, Matador. Yeah, they're, they're Matador. Cool. Uh, wow. Yeah. Okay, that's a lot of labels. Yeah, it's a lot of labels. Um, um, okay, so surf. What age did Nicky Wood win bells? Uh, I'm going to say 15. Um, do you want to say something else? <laughs> <laughs> I use, uh, 17. Do you want to say something younger than that? <laughs> 16. Hey, beautiful. Mate. Oh, we got um, there. Wow. And, uh, for an extra bonus point, what year was that? Oh, my God. Uh, I don't know, 86? That'd be close. Go to the next year? 87. Yes, absolutely. Wow. Spot on. I was one off each time. Yeah, yeah very um, close, very close. Um, it's like my tube riding. I'm just that close, but just not... The leg rope was in there, still mate. hits me the in the leg, head. That's the leg right. rope was in there. <laughs> okay, and my, uh, last, my last question is, what seminal Billabong film opens up with... Jason Buttonshaw shredding a uh, Gold Coast beach break. Oh, um, oh, I think we, um, we talked about this one before. Is it yeah. Surfing to Summer? Yes. And what band oh. is playing on that yes. particular song? Uh, it's got to be In Excess. No, it's um, it's one that one of our good listeners, Hainsey, uh, loves. He mentioned it. Oh, TSOL. Yes. Absolutely. Great, right. Hainsey. I hope you're listening um, to this one, mate. Great. Hainsey. Right. Um, now, um, my turn. Yes. Okay. Now, this is a little bit obscure. I was listening to um, 
uh, Ari the like other you. day. It's not like you to be a little bit obscure with your music. It's obtuse, man. <laughs> um, okay, so I was listening to REM. Uh, it's the end of the world as we know it. Um, yep. I'm sure you're familiar with the song. Uh, the, the funny thing about that song is it's got uh, it mentions quite a few people's names, and they all have the initials LB as um, Lenny Ooh. Bruce, um, Lester Bangs. Um, anyway, Leonard Bernstein, I think. Anyway, so it got me thinking. Can you think of three or more surfers with the initials LB? Uh, Larry Blair. Nice. Bing. Uh, Larry Bertelman. Bing. Uh, Lane Beachley. Ah, you've done it. <laughs> well done. There must be more. Yeah. But uh, any of our listeners um, can think of any. Yep. Send, um, send them through, listeners. Listener. Okay. And uh, and so, can you think of three bands or musical uh, people's names um, with the initials LB? Um, the Little River Band. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give that to you. Uh, sort of. Oh. oh, isn't there something like lead, lead, lead belly? Oh, wow. Well done. I didn't have that on my list. Lead belly. Nice. Yeah. Um, okay. That's one. I think that's one word, but I, I, I'll, I'll take oh, it. Oh, we'll count that. Um, um. Oh. No, can't think. Oh, I can't. It would take. Okay. It wouldn't be good listening. Yeah, I, I, the, 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 the clock's ticking. All right, we've got Ludwig Ludwig van Beethoven. Ah, if you don't oh, count the van, nice. Lindsay Buckingham. Oh, Lindsay Buckingham. And yeah, and Limp Biscuit. Ooh, yeah, or Limp Biscuit. No, no. <laughs> uh, so there you go. And and for a bonus, great question. And bonus quiz question: Who said this? The Pixies and Sonic Youth were so important to the 80s. <laughs> That's a weird quote. Oh, um, the Pixies and Sonic... It's funny because, of course, the Pixies and Sonic Youth were in the 80s, but I, I always think, for me at least, that... No, they're more... That yeah. It's early 90s, right? Um, but, of course, mm. that, you know, uh, Doolittle came out in 88, was it? 89, 87? Uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah. And teen, Teenage but, Riot must be. Uh, anyway, who said that? Uh, can I have a clue? Uh, he is dead. <laughs> um, Leonard Cohen? Uh, David Bowie. Ah, go the Bowie. Yeah. Go the Bowie. That's another one go we should Bowie. mention every. Uh, um, because there was, when I was doing my research, there was a Bowie song that um, they mentioned, which is talking about. Uh, but anyway, can't remember. Um, hmm. I can't remember. Uh, there you go. Well, I well, think mate, um, I think we, I think we did. We, we, uh, we reminisced and we, we revisited and we, we did youth. We We've did it. Youth. Um, so all those kids out there, we're still hip. And uh, Taj, our, uh, Taj, our um, favorite email sending. Uh, Young Shredder, mate. Yeah. Just remember, you're not going to remember it. Mm. Mm. It's wasted on you. Uh, 
so I could finish off with uh, I actually I've I've lost my, my my I've lost my quote. Don't worry, I'll I'll insert something. Um, I've got one more. The miracles I've got one more of editing from, from uh, yep. Franz Kafka, very very oh, yeah. ca- very Kafka esque. This quote. Um, okay. Youth is happy because it has the capacity to see beauty. Anyone who keeps the ability to see beauty never grows old. Oh. It's a little bit of a kind of uh, hallmark-ish uh, thing, but uh, it's, it's true. It's true. Yeah, that's, you know. Um, oh, I actually found my quote. This ah. is, uh, uh, oh, can I hit it with mine? Absolutely. I've got it here. Children, they have bad manners, contempt for authority, they show disrespect for elders and love chatter instead of exercise. They no longer rise when elders enter the room and they contradict their parents and tyrannize their teachers. That was Socrates in 470 BC. <laughs> God, he was, he was a, the first really grumpy local, wasn't he? <laughs> and what was he, what Socrates, was he writing? Mate. What was he writing mate. back in the day? He and was a, um, a liar. Yeah, paddled straight out and just sent everyone in, basically. <laughs> oh, very good, very good. And his toga, in his, in his, not, not in his, the most um, practical neoprene uh, toga. Not the most practical. It, it was almost as bad as wearing a surf skins spring suit. Uh, yeah. All right, um, um, Dad, I'm going to have to go and uh, face reality. So. Um, yep, you got you got life. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go to bed. Um, right. uh,